Racial Equity in the City, Experiences of People of Colour in London, a series recorded as part of a research project exploring the relationship between the built environment and racial equity through the eyes of community members in Newham and in Thamesmead. These conversations bring to light some of the lived experiences of communities of colour in London with the aim to encourage dialogue and action towards anti-racist city-making. Episode 2. Thamesmead needs a bank. We don't have a single bank in the You're whole right, of Thamesmead. Yeah. That's one thing that I have said <laughs> over and over. Tell us, not a talk single, a little bit more about not that. Not a single bank. I used to be a part of Thamesmead Youth Voice from about the age of eight. At 15, we had Barclays Bank come down to the link, which is the youth centre that the youth of Thamesmead in the youth group were able to secure £5.5 million from MySpace with the help of the community development manager, Janice Jones, at the time. She was a very, very strong point as to why Thamesmead had, like, good things. And we were having a meeting with Barclays and they were looking into reasons why they should invest into Thamesmead. And like, I really had my hopes up. We'd explored the map of Thamesmead, the history of Thamesmead, how it developed in the marshlands. And then like literally that was a raffle in the radio as to how Thamesmead actually got its name. A whole load of deconstructing of the area and possibilities of where we could place banks around the town. And so, yeah, we went through deliberations for like, a couple hours and then they said they'd get back to us and we never heard back from them and that was I think one of the last serious projects I did with Thamesmead Youth Forest and then I realised they themselves weren't really interested in having the youth of colour anymore because they'd really got the funding that they needed and they changed like the vibe which I'm not hateful for because they definitely took on a lot more variety within the like disability range so they took on other people but they really closed out the people who made I don't want to say made Thamesmead what it was but really put in the groundwork to build Thamesmead and then really not took on what we were trying to say it wasn't even things that we wanted just for ourselves it was for the community it was things that everyone would benefit from we wanted a bank we wanted a proper post office because we only have this depot that's literally I've just heard is shutting down and it's like really hard to get certain services within Thamesmead even though there's so much space and a train station we don't have our own train station these are all very basic things that it's like were overlooked you go oh maybe it's just a mistake and you go to all these other areas which seem to have everything that we do not have but we're just being given courtesy reasons as to why we are not allowed what <laughs> we're deserving of so yeah I'm tired of talking about things that I know that I deserve but I just want to see ways in which that we can actually change these things that we're asking for. Like, I don't want to just ask for it and know that I'm going to be told a no. What can I do to make you want this area to be a yes? Because I could show you people that will utilise the bank. I could show you people that want things for Thamesmead and will treasure it. We're just kind of being overlooked because of the small bad apples that make this town look messy. But every town has its mess. So why are we just being overlooked? Because there's a majority of minorities. <laughs> Even a basic park where there's more black people, you'll get wooden blocks built. And where there's more white people, you'll get a swing. 
It is that petty over here. And you can tell me that I'm crazy for making that evaluation, but tell me that you look at the houses and the people populating them and it's not a coincidence. But, you know, these are small, small things. That's just for the children. But we do have a, a leisure centre that's been there f- since I was young and it's it's been running. I can say that the slide for half of my years was never fixed. <laughs> we were not allowed on the slide. It's still there, but when they have swimming galas, which I feel like, oh, it just sounds very biased, but when they have swimming galas where there'll be like more white predominant schools that come from like Iristides, from Bexley Borough, the slide will be open. You'll hear the water slide. But then when the, it's open to the general public, it's always closed. Thanks, Jacolia. We really appreciate all your views and the concerns that as a young person that you've experienced and now are able to share with us. Suki, you were nodding a little bit as Jacolia was speaking. I was nodding and I was observing um, my colleague next to me, Greg, and I was wondering what a a male perspective of the things in the area was because I wanted to hear a different flavour because I know as women, we are very good at... um, We heard from a young male, but I was thinking of a mature male and I wanted to hear... Mature? Mature, mature, you know. Interesting. Is is, is that a judgment? There's a lady next to me, ask her. Okay, okay. I was listening to these people around here. Uh The train station is coming over over the road by Argos. There's one coming over there. You mentioned you're into filming and you've been here a while and you've got five kids. There's a swimming pool over here. I mean, are you aware of what's around here? I mean, there's lots of things around here. I don't know if you, you keep on mentioning kids. There are more people living here than kids. So what about the people who aren't kids? Like a mature person, like you say I am. What about me? What happens to me? Where do I go? There's the pubs closing down. There's a post office around the corner. I'm listening to you. But there's a train station coming in right, right a minute over here. What do you want me to say? There's also the banks. Who uses a bank these days? Who actually goes to a bank? Do you want to go to the bank? Do you want to queue up in a bank? Everybody's paying by phone or card or online or everything. Who needs a bank? All the banks are closing down. So what's the point of having a bank? What's the point? To counterpoint that, it's like you have to leave Thamesmead to go 20 minutes to get to Woolwich or Irith. Agree. Even Plumstead, all of the ATMs were taken from there, really. Really and truly, why don't we have our own? That's the question. It's not about You don't have a bank because there's no need for a bank in an area where where everybody's going online now because all the banks are closing down. I mean, soon there won't be any banks at all. Before that, though. But we're living now, we're not living before that. I'm happy to answer that question for you, Jacolia. Yeah. The reason why there isn't a bank in Thamesmead was because of the high fraud that they say is in Thamesmead. So this is why there isn't a bank in Thamesmead. When they did their investigation, they felt that, you know, it wasn't going to be feasible for them to have a bank here. And so, unfortunately, Thamesmead is looked upon oftentimes as um, a derelict place. But I've noticed just recently that on national TV, Thamesmead is featured in the Purcell commercial. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean when I'm talking so about film. Like, they, they do use they this use area a lot, a lot for filming. And I can, I can firsthand say that Peabody collects 
fees for the filming that they now use yeah, for they the do. community, they do. They the, do. the community projects and um, organizations. So it is coming around in a full circle. And as much as it seems that we're not getting the benefit of Thamesmead, we ourselves as the people that live here have to choose to continue to promote what is here and believe in it. I know that probably a lot of people know about Clockwork Orange, which is, you know, synonymous for, you know, being filmed in Thamesmead. But there are lots of books that have been made about the changes in Thamesmead. I just want to firstly just apologize Thank to you, my no, uh, um, colleague Greg here about the mature statement. Please accept my apologies. And I'm saying it on air because I understand as someone in my 40s, I just, you know, thinking about we need to also think about what do we do in the area as well? Because there is nothing for me and my husband to socialize to do in the evening or in the daytime if I'm at home. Culturally culturally is what I was going to add as well and also reflective of our background and heritage and there's mm -hmm. lots of stuff to be known about this area culturally which is not known so I think education is why when I know for me as a mother of five go on about the children how can I educate my children about the area because the only thing I knew about it was Henry VIII and Lesnes Abbey and things like that I didn't know anything else which I think I would love to know more to educate my children in the future. Thanks to Deborah for hosting the conversation and to Shanaz, Suki, Joshua, Jacolia, Greg and Joanne for generously sharing their stories and experiences. This project is funded by Arup with participatory research by Arup in collaboration with Decosm and Social Broadcasts. Racial Equity in the City, Experiences of People of Colour in London will be published soon on Arup with tools and resources to prompt dialogue and action. In the next episode, you'll hear more from this group as they share their thoughts and experiences of living in Thamesmead.